Go on, bruh. I'm not even here for that. I'm just here for the food. Hey, yo, is the food ready? Season two, episode two with the Shellys. Where we about to eat at? Welcome to Spiritual Eats Podcast, where we are here to get you fed, read, and led. For today's guest, we have the Shellys. We got LaPortia and Tim. Is it Timothy? Yeah. Okay, I call you Timothy. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure I call you Timothy. <laughs> but anyway, so we do backstories. Portia, where we met, girl, at the um at the Purely Love Retreat in two thousand twenty. Twenty twenty, we mm-hmm. did. Yeah. You was a little stiff. <laughs> you was a little stiff. <laughs> <laughs> you was a little yeah. stiff. No, I'll tell. So let me tell you about your wife. She was a little stiff. Well, oh, wow. first of all, so people know what Purely Love Retreat is. Yeah. It's Purely Love Ministries, yeah. where like there's a. I guess I should say it's a ministry of women yeah. where they're equipping you to be whole, whether that's you need to heal from trauma, what have you, but they have retreats every year. So we met at my first retreat. Was it your first retreat? It was mine too. Okay, so that was our first retreat and I don't think we really talked too, too much. We didn't. Yeah. I mean, it was my first retreat, so that's, still, why, that's still, why I was stiff. Still. Because you got to understand, I, I was not used to... I had this whole wall up to where I, w- I didn't want new people. Yeah. So, I was very I feel scared. that. But I did. I mean, I liked you, though. Yeah. I, I can say I actually liked you when I first met you, too. We just didn't really talk that much. Yeah. I could tell when I'm like somebody or not. Yeah. But um, our relationship didn't start until this year, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all what Portia did. No, she last said year, last year. Yeah, we moved here last year. Towards the end of last year. Oh, wow. Time is moving mm-hmm. fast. Okay. So it would have been sooner than that. But what Portia did was she said she was going to do my hair and she never did it. Girl. So <laughs> so we so we had a little, you know what I'm saying, about that. But then we got over it. And so you had a little bit of that. I had a little issue okay. with that because I wanted my hair done. But right. we got over it. And yeah, our relationship started. And I think it's been going pretty good. Yeah, it's going really good. It is. So that's where I met Portia. I like giving backstories because I like for people to know like, throughout my journey where people came in at yeah. and to see like where the growth is or where people cross paths with me or what have you. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's where we met. And I met Tim just by <laughs> my Porsche. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Today's episode is called Faith in the Wilderness. And I pretty much came up with this topic when I was thinking about the Israelites being in the wilderness. And I feel like it parallels to us because sometimes we go through different things for whatever reason, um, and it feels like we're in the wilderness. So, in your opinion, what do you think the wilderness is? So, when I I feel like we all think a certain way when it comes to the wilderness. But when I sit down, I'm like, okay, Portia, what, what really is the wilderness? To you? Right. So, I feel like to everybody, the wilderness could could look different um it could be a different place but i think for me my willingness our willingness was mm-hmm. a place was an uncomfortable place mm-hmm. for us 
it was a dry place. Like when I say dry, financially, yep. it was dry. Um, a place of intense despair. Um, it was a place of lack. Uh, I feel like the the wilderness for me was more mental than a physical place. Hmm. It was more about um, my mindset. And I also, but the good part of the wilderness. It's a good part about the wilderness. I feel like the wilderness is where where you are produced and Ooh. where your identity is identified and That's your good. fruits are developed. I agree. I feel like the wilderness can be a number of things. Like everyone experienced the wilderness, but it can be for a different reason. For instance, like the Israelites, I feel like the wilderness for them is where they witness God's grace, punishment, and power. But like for me, I feel like the wilderness can be like, like you said, a dry season where financially you don't have no money or discomfort, trials, um, tests, spiritual attacks. But mainly for me, I feel like the wilderness is like where your faith and your trust is established. And it's like a refining process because you have no choice but to depend on God in the wilderness. So with that being said, what what is your experience being in the wilderness? Or have you ever experienced being in the wilderness? So yeah, we've been down in there. Now we've been down in there. We've been down in there. I'm like, we was in the trenches. Yeah, yeah. That's the... that's the other way of saying it. <laughs> but so in 2021, that was, wait, that was last year. I'm, I'm always in 2023 already. But yeah. in 2021, well, no, actually the end of 2020, the Lord began to give us prophetic words. And they were for me and Tim, but it was coming from people that I trusted to me. And, and the Lord kept speaking Georgia. And for me, because... Wait, where'd you live? Let them know where you was living Oh, we were living in Memphis, Tennessee. Gotcha, okay. And so, for me, um, when I thought about Georgia, I thought just opportunities to travel. I didn't think about a living place, although I visit here a lot because of purely love, because of Tam, and you know, and I found Georgia to be a peaceful place, but I never thought about moving here. So, I just let that go ahead and slide off the back. <laughs> whenever, whenever that comes, it's going to come. Yeah. And so, um, it started to get real intense. Like, you know, the Lord began to speak Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. And I kept telling the Lord, I kept asking for confirmation. I'm like, okay, Lord, if you want me to go to Georgia, you really going to have to. Like, I I probably asked for so many confirmations, probably insulting at, at one point. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay. And so, um, I received another prophetic word. And then I'm like, okay, Lord, you got to show me. And Did they he, specifically say in the prophetic word, go well, to Georgia? Well, one prophetic word that I could remember. Yeah. People okay. speak of Georgia. And then one that really confirmed it. And I think after I came from church, I came home and told Tim. It was one Sunday. Um, I received a word from a prophet. And this was my first time going to that church. And they knew nothing about us. Mm. Um, and he spoke. And he said, the Lord is relocating you. And there's a relocation in the physical and there's a relocation in the spirit. Mm. And he said, you already know where to go. The Lord has already told you where to go. You just have to go. And he said, he said, you have to be strategic about where you're going. And he also gave, the Lord gave instructions through him to even, not even tell people that we were, you know, that we normally would, would tell. Yeah. And so I came home, I don't know if you, Tim remember that, but I came home and I told him, I said, you know, I, he said this at church and I'm like, they're really confirming. But I had asked the Lord, I said, Lord, if this is really 
because for so long I kept it from Tim. I didn't tell yeah. him because when you present when you present something to your spouse, you want to make sure that this is really confirmed. Well. Yeah, real. you know you don't want to be just talking, especially yeah. about nothing major like that. And so I said, Lord, I said if this is meant for us to do or go, I said make your response known through Tim. Mm. And I said how he responds. That and I prayed about it. Like it, it wasn't just no regular Lord. Let him confirm it. <laughs> I really prayed about it because I wanted the Lord to also. If it was His will, I knew because I wanted the Lord to soften Tim's heart towards it too. Right. Yeah. And so um, I told Tim. I told him what the Lord had been talking, and his response was, "I think about it." <laughs> Is that a response to everything, Tim? I think about it. <laughs> Tell him to be on the podcast. He told Portia, I think about it. Yeah. From yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim, I'll tell you, I think about it. Oh, no. So, um, <laughs> when he said that, he, I think I gave him a little bit. It didn't take him long. He came back and he was like, okay. How many days? I can't remember the day, but okay. it didn't take long. It, I know it wasn't like a month or oh, okay. a long, like four Maybe a couple weeks. weeks. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe two at the most. Maybe. Yeah. And so when the Lord, when he did that, I was like, okay, Lord. And so I started talking to um, di- uh, different moving companies and I started searching things. And at this point, inflation wasn't a thing. Right. You know, the prices was, it was right. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we looking, we don't, and we were literally, and I thank God for Tim because for him trusting what I heard the Lord say. Mm-hmm. And that That's means big. a lot, you know? And so... I'm like, okay, Lord, we don't know when. We didn't have a date. Yeah. We were just like on your on your command, we could go. Mm-hmm. And so, um, anyway, so I was talking to some people, like a realtor. I was talking to a, a representative with ProMove. Okay. She was talking about ProMove. Blah 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 blah. Girl, this lady called me one day and she like, price is getting high. You might want to wait. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> no, she didn't hang yeah. up. I'm like, girl, hold on, okay. And can I, and but I can say that didn't move me because I I really think that it didn't click like like high Portia. right and we come from Memphis where we paying six seventy for a two bedroom Lord Jesus you know so when we come here it's a about eighteen hundred yeah <laughs> and so um we ended up going through some things and we had to make a choice mm-hmm. and we really feel like the Lord pushed us because I think I still was asked for confirmation. After, after he done gave you yeah. about four five, okay, because I just make sure this was so big for us because oh yeah, we're we're coming here with no family. Oh yeah, that, listen, yeah. I asked God for compliment about ten times, yeah. so I'm just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had to make a solid choice. Yeah, we said the the choices were Memphis, Cleveland, where we're originally from, Cleveland, Mississippi, okay. or to follow the voice of the Lord, Georgia. Mm. And so I said, Tim, what we're gonna do? He said, Georgia. So we That's had a confirmation. Yeah. And so we didn't come the way that we thought we were going to come. We yeah. didn't come with a place already mapped out, you know, because the Lord, I mean, we had, we had to pack up and go. Yeah. And so we came here, um, and we were, we came and we stayed in, uh, extended stay in Duluth. And Lord, when I, <laughs> When we checked into that hotel, child, we thought that this process was going to be swift. But it was not swift. There was nothing swift about it. And so we checked into the hotel June 17th. 
of 2021. Yeah. We did not check out of the hotel until August 5th, 2022. Let me do the math on that. So that's how long? A, a year? Yeah. Back, <laughs> almost two months. Yeah. Um, so wait, shot. before you keep going, so let me get this right. God gave you the prophetic word that y'all mm-hmm. needed to move to Georgia. Mm-hmm. You spoke with Tim about it. Mm-hmm. Y'all had no place to go to. You didn't have no house in mind. You mm-hmm. ain't have nowhere to go. Nothing. You just one day packed up all y'all stuff and y'all came to Georgia. We drove we drove to Georgia in our 2000, what, what 12? Mm-hmm. Two, 12, 12. 2012 Malibu that running hot. <laughs> Not as running. <laughs> that thing was on fire up the road. But you know what? <laughs> I prayed about that thing. We did good. Now let me tell you, close to Georgia, where we were, we was in Alabama, right, man? We were somewhere when we caught that yeah, flat. Sure. We yeah. had so much stuff in the car. We had Dang. our dog. We caught a flat, and um, and I was I was driving, and I began to pay attention. The air pressure started going down real fast. We had, that's how much stuff we had. And to be honest. All of our money that we had was for where we were going to stay. Where you was going. So we yeah, didn't have extra money to, and we had a storage too. So yeah. we didn't have extra money like, let's do this U-Haul. We, we was on the budget. Yeah. So y'all sold like y'all old stuff from the we, apartment? We only, the only thing that we sold was our washing dryer. We sold it for $150. Mm-hmm. Other stuff, we gave it away. Wow. We had good stuff. Where, that we gave away and what we um what we didn't give away we had a little we had a little storage and we packed that and everything else came with us wow so y'all just chose one day like what was the day like when you was like i'm just about to pack up and we about to go today <laughs> actually tim i want to know that from you like when portia was like today is the day we moving like what did you say was you just like right, okay where we going like where we moving to mm, nah it wasn't like that yeah what you so, so this and this thing is real for us. So what ended up happening was we was behind on our rent in okay. that place, and we did not. So God was pushing you up out of there. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we was behind he on our rent in there. that place. But this is the crazy part. So in the eviction, there's a process. It is. Yeah. There's a you get served. Mm-hmm. There's a you go to court. And, and then they kick you. And then you get certain amount of days, you got to go. Right, right. So we were laying in the bed. I had just got off work. And Tim said, I just got an email. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. The They had went to court. We didn't get us. We didn't get served. There's, there's, there was nothing on our door. There was what? no attempt. We had cameras. There was no attempt to, you know, for to serve us for court. We didn't have a court date or anything like that. And so it was literally that was like you got ten days, and I th- what happened to thirty days? I don't know. They they was like we went to court. And oh, so like, this was after the fact, after the court date. Yeah. Wow. We got we got notified. So I'm like, well, Shell, this I, I'm thinking this is unlawful. <laughs> Catch y'all off guard, like, didn't I say get on yeah. up 75? See, that's what I'm saying. And so he called them, they like, we mailed the paper out, we didn't get mail. Tim, Tim, the type to take mail about every day, yeah, me too. We didn't get I anything, did 
So I, you know, you're supposed to always keep trusted voices around you. Yeah, for people sure. who can't because when you're in a situation, it's so hard to hear mm-hmm. most times, especially when it's when it's something like that. Yeah. And so I called up a few. I'm gonna say a few two of my trusted people, and both of them said the same thing. They don't even know each other. They said the Lord's pushing you out of there. Yeah. And they said I feel so much peace about it, and I'm like peace. <laughs> Okay. So we had ten days to pack up all our stuff, move to Georgia. Okay. After we made the decision on where we would go. Okay. Because like I said, we had those three options. But so y'all get to Georgia. We get to Georgia. We check in the hotel, and at this point, I was on my entrepreneur stuff. But I did have a job in the shop before I got here because of a connection through uh, one of my former instructors and hair instructors in hair school so I felt like we had a little you know something you know and so uh, we get here we go through the motions of that of getting checked in and starting a new job Tim ended up starting a job um, here too and so time goes on you know kind of fast forward a little bit because that's just getting into a new city not knowing where you're going to stay but I feel like that was kind of normal at that point but then months started passing by. I, I think I kind of got weary around about the fifth or the sixth month. So I'm like, okay, Lord, what are we doing? Yep. Because Not because it's the fifth or sixth month, but because there's no progress. Right. And I'm like, uh, what's going on? And so I, I had an issue with trusting God. Mm. And so, and when I say trust, I believed in him. But I had a belief issue, and the Lord actually had been working with me prior um, about my belief. Mm. One of the things he told me, he was like, how can you be a believer if you don't believe? And so I had a hard time trusting him because I felt like I have experienced so much disappointment yeah. that, and so many people falling through that I felt like I projected that on God. Like, he, he was going to leave me. Like, he was going to leave me abandoned. But he's not like that. And so... I started getting weird. I'm like, oh, we've been here too long. And so, um, the hotel started eating up our money. Because it's expensive it's to stay in expensive. a hotel. It's yeah. very expensive. And so, when you see somebody staying there, just know it's not it's not by literal choice. Like, I want to live here because right. we, when we first went into that hotel, we were paying $642 a week. And so, I mean, you can do the math. I did. Yeah. So, so uh, all in all, when we when we end up leaving the hotel, we got the receipts. Literally, we still got the receipts to this day. We spent over $30,000 in that That's hotel. That's a down payment on a nice house. It is. Here. Yeah. It is. It, and to be honest, Keisha, that's a down payment on a house and something else, too. Yeah, for sure. You know? But um, when I was in that, uh, I experienced so much warfare. And um, it became to a point. Where I realized, I was like, okay, this is not natural. Yeah. This is not normal. This is not a physical thing. And I could not put in words what I was experiencing spiritually. I could not. There there was nothing that I could say to someone. I just kept telling I said, I feel like there's something else. I feel like it's not about money because yeah. we had money. Right. I'm I'm be honest. Like, we had money. It, it wasn't about credit it wasn't about we had people let me tell you something there were so many people that wanted to help us so many people that wanted to that that felt the desperation from our situation to where they wanted to co-sign for us 
they they was willing to put their credit on the line for us. They mm. were willing to reach out, but every time, but these people were people who prayed. Yeah, these people who were people who had a relationship with the Lord, and so every time they would reach out back to me and they would say, "Portia, I know I said this," and I, 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 they would say, some mom would say, "I jumped the gun with saying it because I wanted mm. to help you so bad," but. Everyone on what everyone on had in common was the Lord said He has you, mm. and I have not been released to do anything for you. And in a way, when I was in that situation, when we were in that, it hurt it so bad. Yeah, because it's like God. I mean, they about to help me with you. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it hurt yeah. to tell Tim. Well, you know, such such said they can't, and I had to keep my mind right spiritually, because I'm not going to say mentally, but I had to keep my mind right spiritually to say, Portia, they are not disappointing you. Right. They're literally following the Lord, what Mm -hmm. the Lord wants to do for you and Tim. And the Lord is so faithful throughout all of these things that I was experiencing, you know, because like I said, the spiritual side of it, I felt like it was like a force that I cannot explain. But, you know, I got my little scripture to back it up, (laughs) you know. And so, I kept feeling like nothing was normal. It wasn't about money. It wasn't about credit mm-hmm. or anything. It was strictly spiritual. I was waging war against a territorial spirit. Mm, a new territory. A new territory. I got spirit. you. Yeah. And, I, and I honestly felt like, if, if I could be real, I felt like it didn't want us here. Oh, yeah. Because I know what I came here to do. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Um, I just got chills. Come yeah. on with it. Come on with <laughs> it. It was very, it was a very intense warfare. And I'll be honest, it was it was an intense warfare, and I and I I mean I dealt with warfare, but not at this level. Yeah, and so it was really intense for me. And and some people may say, well, how how you know that it was something other than you wasn't doing what the Lord said to do, yeah. or y'all wasn't doing what you was supposed to do, or y'all wasn't doing this. True enough, there was, you know, of course we could have budgeted our money better. Yeah, to, you know, it's so much we could have done physically that we could have corrected in the physical too to yeah. open the doors. But it God accounted for that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Um, <laughs> it wasn't about that, but you know, in Ephesians six and twelve, it said, "For we wrestle not against flesh mm-hmm. and blood, and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places." Yeah. It was times where the Lord were caught, and I'm kind of getting emotional, but it's emotional in a good way because I'm so thankful for what the Lord did for us. Yeah. There were times where I would be up, going in in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Praying in tongues, I'm going in because something has to turn me loose. Yeah. Like, I cannot, we cannot stay here. We were in a, not a suite, let me go on to, not a suite. We were in a one bed room, one queen size room. With pets. With pets, with two, <laughs> two dogs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get a little tight. Yeah, it was real tight. Mm-hmm. It was real, <laughs> real tight. You know what I'm saying? And girl, some days I would look at the walls, Keisha, and I just the sight of the wall. You can't help but look at a wall. Yeah, one room. it's four but rooms and four walls in there. <laughs> the sight of the walls. I would be so angry. I was like, Lord, why am I still here? Yeah. Why are we still here? And I would just break down. I would break down and cry. But crying, you know, I felt my emotions. But there were moments where I had to realize, you got to fight back. Yeah. And I had people to remind me, you praying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I fasted. I I did the work, but it wasn't really about my work. Yeah. It was about the Lord, like you said, what the wilderness was. Mm. About him, like Portia, there's nothing that you or Tim can do. 
you know, you can go outside of my will, but right. in my will, there's nothing that you guys can do on your own. Right. You know, you have to fully surrender to me. You have mm-hmm. to fully yield yourself to me. And that's what the Lord taught me the most. Okay, Lord, what are you saying about this? And then I remember what clicked for me because I went through the emotion over a year. I went through the filling out applications. We viewed townhomes. We talked Mm -hmm. to landlords. We had all of these things in progress and everything kept falling through, kept falling through over and over. And I was so disappointed. Mm -hmm. Disappointment over and over again. But I kept telling myself, there's a scripture that says, Hope in the Lord will not disappoint. Yep. And I kept telling myself, Portia, the Lord does not disappoint you. What you think of, I did. I went, <laughs> I did dry fast. Tim, like, Portia, you going to eat? <laughs> you all right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Get a little worried. Yeah, I'm good. But I wanted to have a clear mind because I yeah. wanted to hear the instructions of the Lord. And I'm so blessed to have people to have prayed for us, to have sold into us where times where we couldn't pick up the weekly, mm-hmm. um, the, I don't want to say rent, but the time we couldn't pick up the weekly fee to stay in, in that place, the Lord, my church family, yeah. you know, the Lord would, whether it was hair, whether he would tell me who to ask, he would mm-hmm. even tell me who to ask because I would be up at five, four or five in the morning, I'm like, of the day that it's due, I'm like, okay, Lord, it's due, what's up? Right. Because you got to keep us. Right. You they, told me. There's no choice because you yeah. said, and I, and I would recite um, Psalms, let me, 24 or 23. You, well, no. We'll right. look it up. You know, five. I don't know the address, but I know yeah. what I'm saying. Um, I, I would say, Lord, you said that you are our shepherd and we shall not want it. Mm-hmm. And by the time I would get ready to go to work, that room was paid. Come on, if, if it took Tim check, if it took my check, but that thing was paid. It was paid. Yeah. There was not a week that we would get put out. But I won't. I'll be honest though. I thought there were some weeks that we would get put out. <laughs> <laughs> I know what we doing. But and and I and I started to count how much money we was putting in here. And when I think about the money that we spent there, because out of all of those times that we paid, I say like maybe three, four at the most were people who. I take that back. Mm-hmm. Two or three times was where people paid and we did not have to pay them back. Wow. So whether we had to pay it later back, there was only two or three times, I'll say three, I know for a fact three times, that somebody paid it for us. Yeah. All that other money, it was money that came from us. And when I think about that, I said, Lord, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. And then we still ate. We still had gas. We st- Some weekends, we still was able to travel. You're still slaves. Yeah. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't I look what, like what I did? Yeah, you yeah. Know? But that was, that was the wilderness for us. And it was a very, it was a very trying time. Yeah. I was on the outside looking in. And mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I was even like... Lord, where you at? (laughs) Like, on on her behalf, from me, I'm like, man, God, where... I'm trying to understand, because by now, I would have been like, listen, I know somebody that make fake paycheck stuff. But listen, we don't want to do that, because we're trying to live a a righteous life. So it's like, I know he got a plan for her, but it's like, Lord, I can't wait to see what's on the other side of this, because, like, it's a struggle bus right now. So... Mm -hmm. 
And that that was a lot of people. Like I would have, I'm gonna tell you, the Lord gave me intercessors during this time. He gave me and Tim intercessors. Yeah. I have people, good sis, calling me at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Five o'clock in the morning, sis. I'm I'm on the floor laying prostate, praying for y'all because I know God is gonna move. God is showing me this. He He doing this thing for you. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. And they, they like, cause sis, I'm tired of you in there. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you tired. I'm tired of me in there. Right. But I didn't take it as, oh, you you don't know. Because yeah. you guys were still going through the process with us. You know right. what I'm saying? Whether it was from the outside looking in. I, I would say it was from the outside, but kind of from the inside. Because my friends, my circle, they they saw my frustration. Whether I was expressing it, whether I'm crying, whether we it was no lag yeah. you saw that we didn't have, you know. Yeah. So it was kind of like from the outside looking in, but not from the outside looking in as if somebody's hearing it and they never, yeah. you know, this this is the other side now. But you guys went through that with us. Yeah. yeah. I, I can tell you, it definitely built my faith. Like, <laughs> just, and y'all hear how it ended for them, but it was like, man, the wilderness is definitely a place where it's like, it's either God is silent or he's speaking and you just got to do exactly what he said or you just got to wait. Yeah. And a lot of times y'all had to wait, even with the people trying to help y'all. And they're like, you know what? I spoke too fast. I can't do that. And it's yeah. disappointing, but we know why God did that. He needed to build your faith and he, faith and he was working on your unbelief. Like yeah. you said, he really wanted you to believe in him. Yeah. Like he ain't want to give you no resources. Yeah. He gave you exactly what you needed, yeah. but... It's like he was working on your faith so that it can be stronger for whatever else God has for you in the future. But, yeah. Tim, how you feel about it through that process? Like, what was going through your mind when y'all was on the way to a hotel and you ain't even know where, what was going to happen after that? I don't know. It was, it was different, you know. Yeah. It was different because, I mean, like, for... Four or five years, we always had a place, a yeah. car, you know. So for that to happen, it was it was different. And, but I was trying to make the best out of it, yeah. you know. Yeah. What's going through your mind when Portia was like, "We about to go right now"? What you think, like, man, this girl crazy? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean we about to go to a hotel? We ain't got no house. So. You trusted her yeah. through whatever she felt was necessary. Huh? Yeah. That definitely helps when you got somebody that's backing you because yeah. some things do sound crazy. Like if John was like, Keisha, we finna move, I don't know, somewhere. We ain't got no money, but we about to go. Yeah. Fool, is you crazy? We right. ain't about to go nowhere. Right. But it's different when you know God is leading you somewhere. Right. I think there's a difference between, oh, I just think we should go here versus, no, I strongly feel like God is telling us yeah. to do this. And if John said that, then I'd be like, okay, well, we're going to figure yeah. it out when we get yeah. there. Yeah, let me, but. Give, <laughs> let me give my husband his, his public credit. Because one thing that I can't say that constantly reminds me, one of the confirmations that Tim, you know, because some people marry in, it's not their spouse. Yeah. And one thing that constantly reminds me of that Tim is for me is I 
feel he hasn't verbally said it now, mm-hmm. but anything that the Lord has told me to do, and he knows it's from the Lord, well, it may sound crazy, because sometimes it's crazy to me, yeah. and, and, and he'd be like, okay, and I'd be like, are we both crazy? <laughs> I wouldn't have said okay, but okay. he trusts that I hear yeah. from the Lord, and it's like, who in their right mind, like in the flesh, right, would be like, okay. Okay, babe, let's go. We don't yeah. know where we're going. Let's go. No. No. Yeah, he trusted. And in a sense, not only did he trust me, but he trusts God. Yeah. Because it wasn't about me. Yeah. It was it was about God. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What experience, um, well, no, let me not ask that. Well, yeah, what did you learn from this experience of the wilderness? And I want y'all to tell the story at the end of, like, how God brought y'all out of this yeah. but we gonna stick with the the wilderness for a second like what would you say that you learned from this whole thing the the most important thing like like we was just talking about was your belief matters um, mm. i'm going through um the my church's um supernatural school right now and we're reading awaken awaken to righteousness mm. and one of the things that has stuck with me is your belief term determines your behavior and so, for me, it was my belief. Like, the Lord really worked on me believing him. Like, I believe that I could hear him. Yeah. I believe that he is Lord. I believe that he is this. You know, mm-hmm. the, I ain't going to say the basic belief, but the things <clears throat> that are easier to believe. But I didn't believe that he would come through for us. Right. Like, and so, he, he put us in a place where... You had no he ain't got no choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. It's, yeah. it's, it's me, you, and Tim. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? it. That's <laughs> it. And the dogs. Yeah, the dogs. <laughs> and they live in rent free. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, so, we just had one. Yeah, we had Mason. We oh, ended up okay. getting Gracie later that year, but she, she soaked the pockets too now. Yeah. But um, I learned that you have to totally depend on God when you're in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And when Jesus left, he said that he was leaving us a gift to be our guide and yeah. to be our comfort. And that was Holy Spirit. And so for me, my ears, God gave me, it's like I got antennas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like, it's like my relationship with the Holy Spirit matured so much because I was put in a place where I'm literally waiting for instruction. Yeah. Like what you think? You said something? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Was that you guys? Yeah. So um, I learned to literally allow Holy Spirit to guide me. Um, and I also learned that your perspective is everything. How you perceive it, a matter is everything. Yeah. Because when you're in the wilderness, like like um, my mentor was telling me, she was saying how... There's things that God delivers us from, and there's things that he walks us through. Mm. And that wilderness for us was a thing that he walked us through. Yeah, for sure. But I was praying for him to deliver us from right. that place. He like, no, I'm going to walk yeah, with I'm you, child. Yeah, I'm thinking, Leander, this is my exodus. <laughs> like, no, take my hand, child. I'm going to yeah. walk you through this. <laughs> and so, um, that, that's one thing I... Um, that's one thing, the way, because mentally, even when you think about the the, the um, Hebrew Israelites, when, when you think about the Israelites, <laughs> I know what you when, mean. When you think about the Israelites, um, 
when I was reading about them, they were some hard-headed people. They really and, was. They and, started to piss me off, to be yeah. quite honest, but that's another story. And it's about how, it was their mindset. Yes. It was their mindset. And their disbelief. And their disbelief. That, mm. Look, their unbelief. Yeah. That thing will keep you in a it place. And, or it will make you feel that you, it will make it longer. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 40 years. How <laughs> we go from days to years? But 11 like, days to 40 yeah. years. And so, what, some of the things that I was so overwhelmed in this. And so, some of the things that the wilderness taught me was. To not let, not let the wilderness overwhelm me to the point where I forget the promises. Mm, that's good. I knew what God promised me in Tim. Yeah. I knew that I heard Him correctly, and although there were many, many days that I'm like, you questioned it. Maybe <laughs> I ain't here, but I had people saying. I, I even asked the people that were around me. Um, my trusted voices, I'm going to keep saying that because yeah. it's so important that we have that. I'm like, although it would be hard for me to accept, I'm like, do you think we move here prematurely? Yeah. And and when they prayed, they was like, I'm not sensing that. I'm not sensing that. I'm not sensing that you move there prematurely. But like I said, that, that go back to that scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't fight against flesh and blood. Yeah. But also, don't let the wilderness overwhelm you to the point where you feel God has left you stranded. Mm. I felt stranded. I don't know. I, I feel like we both felt like, what we about to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Because what y'all didn't have no instructions. Y'all just no. knew, go. Go. Like, like <laughs> literally, like leave your family yeah. going on over here. We had to go to Canaan yeah. or something like that. Go and I'll yeah. tell you when you get there. Yeah, where, 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 I just know, and I'm like, yeah. And for me, I'm I'm a person like I'm detailed, but not as the average detailed person. Like I'm like I gotta know the who, what, when, where, Same. how much, what, yep. what we doing. Like I gotta know that yep. because I'm a I have been an overthinker, and I feel like, and on the negative side of that, the Lord has delivered me from that in that in that Season, wilderness yeah. place because I will overthink everything and because I overthink I overthought everything that means I overstepped my boundaries too mm, because yeah. I'm overthinking everything that the Lord was saying and like I said I feel like at some point it will become insulting to God but um, in Deuteronomy 31 and 6 it said be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord your God goes with you he will never leave you or forsake you that's so true. And then also not letting the wilderness overwhelm you to the point you feel there's no way out. Because I got to the point where I, I was like, I started, my belief started to, what I built up. Started to come down. It started to come down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <clears throat> I, had, I began to get content and I began to accept it. And I'm like, okay, Lord, because I was tired of fighting. I'm going to be honest. I was tired of I was tired of waging war. <laughs> I was tired. I'm like, Lord, I can get all I can do. This will yeah. be and, and, and y'all, <laughs> I'm a little beat up. Said, yeah, y'all, look, y'all can't push it. Have you did this? I'm like, bro. I'm, in my mind, I'm like, bro, I'm tired. I, yeah. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to do anything. But in um, 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, he said, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And I feel like in that season, 
And even if Tim had to come to a realization, God produced long suffering in us. Yes, that fruit is there, baby. That fruit sitting on that tree real close. Right and all. Long suffering, and yes, there were times like like the Israelites grumbling and oh, all yeah, that. complaining. You know? <laughs> like, Lord, what you brought me out yeah. here for? It was cool and yeah. business. You, you <laughs> did this. You brought me all the way out here. Yeah. But unlike the Israelites, there were a whole bunch of positives yeah. in the middle of this, and there we had community. Mm-hmm. We had people praying for us. We had people willing to help, although God didn't let them help, but yeah. He let He they were willing to. Um another thing is don't let the wilderness overwhelm no, I read that right. Oh no, don't let the wilderness overwhelm you to the point where you feel like you don't hear God anymore or you heard him wrong. Yeah. Because in John ten and twenty seven it says, My sheep hear my voice and I know them as they follow me. Yep. And so oftentimes when you're in something I feel like it's so easy to say, but did I hear you correctly? Mm-hmm. And then other voices start coming in. Hey, what you doing? You doing that? You sure God told y'all to go out there? Right. If he did, you wouldn't be struggling like you're struggling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's important to know, I know my father. Mm-hmm. I know his voice. I know that I'm, I'm sensitive to his voice and I can hear him. And not letting the noise cloud my mind to where I can't hear him because he's always speaking. Yes, he is. And then when you're in the wilderness, always seek God for everything. Literally everything. Because it came to a point where I'm like, I'm not doing nothing until you say do it. I'm not filling out an application. I'm not going to see nothing. She's not not lying about that, y'all. Because I'm like, Portia, (laughs) you don't get on this internet. Okay, I'm sending her jobs. No, I don't feel like the Lord. Yeah. Okay, then. Well, <laughs> Listen, no, tell people, I don't want them to think that I'm on She's so, really not capping. Nah. Like, I'm like, Portia, it's, I know a couple of jobs hiring right now. Like, yeah, I'm like, job. like, Lord, tell me. Like, okay. Or I would send her, like, apartments. Like, Portia, y'all really spending mm-hmm. a lot of money. Like, mm-hmm. apply to this apartment, bro. Yeah. No, I don't feel like the Lord. Okay, well, I ain't got nothing against the Lord, so I'm going to just let yeah. you do what you do. Yeah, she did. Yeah. If I, if I said the Lord said, she did, yeah, but she tried to make sure they won because I was scared. Right, right, right. Yeah, I wanted to make sure. be real. She, 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 it went to the point. She was so tired, y'all, that she went to the point. She like, I'll pay the application. <laughs> we, I'll pay the application for you Friday. And I'm like, it ain't about that. Yeah, You know, yeah. It, it's just, for me, I got to the point where I'm like, we're not moving until God says. Yep. As tired as I was. And that brings me to, and I want to provide y'all with scriptures. Because I feel like everything should be backed up by the word of God. And so in Matthew 6 and 33, it said, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added to you. And so I didn't want anything temporary. I didn't Mm. want to get out here. Because one bedroom by 1800. It really is. So I didn't want to get out here and we get a place that was not meant for us. Or you can sustain it. Right. And, And we back. We back at square one, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's not what it is, cause I we we never we ain't back going back there no more. I'm like, then I'm sorry thinking about the spiritual aspect of things. Like, Lord, where do you want us? Because it's important yeah. to be where He wants you to be. Yes, because you can go to another. We I ain't gonna get all into that, but territory is it, real. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Is. And so, when you're in the wilderness, surround 
around people. Surround yourself around people who support and believe for the same thing you're believing for. Yeah. You need people who see in the spirit. Sure. You need people who are going to tell you what God is saying and not what they feel you should do. And so that for me is people not showing me pity. I didn't right. want people to show Tim and I pity. Right. I didn't want people to be like, oh, I feel so sorry for you. Because what's I, that going to do for me anyway? Right. It's doing nothing for yeah. us. Because I'm thinking I'm going to make me cry even more. Yeah. You know, it's going to make me pity myself. Right. And I don't need that because we're in this and we're looking for a way out. Yeah. We're not looking for, you know, way out. And the best thing for me, I even told people the best thing you could do for us right now, pray right. for us. Yeah. <laughs> Just pray. Just pray. If you hear something, let me know. But yeah. just pray. But in First Corinthians 1 and 10, it says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus, <clears throat> that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there will be no division among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Mm. Tim, you got anything for that? I think Portia kind of... <laughs> but if you got anything else you want to add, like, no, I mean, for me, it was, it was real, it was real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was real. It was a, uh, probably everything happened for a reason too. So yeah, I feel like we was down at this point for a reason. It definitely built. Y'all's faith for sure. Yeah. yeah. That thing discipline us too. <laughs> we need a little discipline. We all need a little discipline, man. But tell them, tell them what happened in the end before I, because I want everybody to know that y'all, y'all not in the wilderness no more. Yeah, we not in the wilderness. They, they, they was up. there. Go ahead, tell them, tell them what, what, what happened. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. So what you call it when you get out the wilderness? What they call it? The promised land. Look, you made it to the other side. Let's say that. We're in the promised land now. We good. Yeah. Yeah. And so what the Lord did was I had got to a point. I think we both were at a point where we were exhausted. Yeah. It's a point where you tired and then there's exhaustion. Oh, yeah. And so I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm exhausted. I don't got no more fight in me. Mm-hmm. I don't have it in me. And I think we both were at a point where we're like, we done. Like, not done like we give up. But, like, we were tired of fighting. It's time for you to, like, yeah, show it's, up. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's time now. It's time now. Yeah. But the Lord um, provided a way out. Like you said, escape. What he did was one of our friends, one of our dear friends, Amami. Yeah, one of our dear friends, Amami, received a job offer in a different state. And Amami texts me one day and she said, I was just thinking about it. And she said, I got this job offer. And me as a friend, I'm like, oh my goodness, congratulations. New. Yeah. I never thought, oh, let us move in your place. Right. <laughs> I'm I like, appreciate okay. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She like, she was like, um, that was one conversation, but she came back around. Yeah. The conversation came back around. And she was like, you know, I, I really um, were thinking about you and Tim to take up my lease. And Tim said something. So Tim don't realize he be, he be talking that good talk. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you remember, but do you remember when you was like, <laughs> no, for real, Jeff, do you remember when you was like, we could sub lease somebody? Do you remember that? 
He ain't gonna say. So he ain't gonna say. <laughs> he he nodded, y'all. He nodded. Listen, this, this uh, uh, the Lord calls him my silent storm. So you know he don't talk to it that much, but I'm the talker. But um, she said I thought about you and Tim, and the whole time through that process of that was a wash that's our, that's our wash and dry. <laughs> They can't say wondering yeah. what that was. Yeah, you gotta watch the drive. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> but um, the Lord, anyway, the Lord um provided that, and during that time, I was already communicating for a whole year with a mommy's landlord mm-hmm. because she was trying. She was in the search too. She was among the few. Everybody was looking. Yeah, and so <laughs> it just worked out so perfectly. A mommy transitioned swiftly. That thing happened so fast. Really I, I'm did. like, Lord, is this happening? You know, we've been waiting all this time. But I'm like, this really happening. Like, it happened so fast. A mommy moved to Chicago. We moved in. The Lord worked it out. Where, you know, and, and this, is, this isn't when we boast. We boast in the Lord. And you have to believe that we, if we ain't nothing else, we humble. Period. Because of what we've been <laughs> But um, the Lord provided us. We went from a... One bedroom space to we have three bedrooms. Come on, somebody. Two and a half bath. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, outdoor patio. We got it's so it's much more than we expect. And they got a pit back there. And yeah, we we got a fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna be out there doing doing bun right in time for the fall yeah. season. <laughs> we gonna be out there chilling, double dating, <laughs> but um, we got that and the price. We were paying, I think we were paying like two, over two thousand. What what were we paying a month? Like two thousand. What for the hotel? No, like eighteen hundred, nineteen. Yeah, and that's just the hotel fee. That's not uh if we chose to go to the laundromat mm. or outside expenses. That was just that. Right. Um, but we went from doing that to paying eleven eighty when everything switched over. We're going to be paying $1,200. And this ain't telling our business, but this is telling the goodness Correct. Of, of God to where we're in a inflation time Shh. where you're not about to find no one bedroom for the price. That really not. You know? And so the Lord really just did his thing when he did it and he made it worth the wait. And, and that was one of the things in the dream the Lord gave me. I was looking up and I didn't know what space I was in, but I remember looking up to the Lord and I said, Lord, it's worth the wait. Yeah. And so I can literally sit here and say it's worth it was worth the wait. And yeah. people be like, was it really worth the wait? Yeah, it's no, it's really worth the wait. Yeah. <laughs> because it saved us money. Yeah. I know who stayed here before me. Oh, I yeah. know the spiritual aspects of her yes. life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know there's nothing in here that I can't in the name of Jesus. Okay. You know, you know, <laughs> Let I, me get I my oil. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to pray with that thing. <laughs> but, you know, so um, God really did his thing when yeah. he did this for us. And so it, it was one other thing that I did want to share um, real quick. Go ahead. Was, um, and I hope I'm not jumping ahead of the exit, but it's a no, part it's of our exit. Um, so when you come out of the wilderness, a few nights ago, we've been living here for over a month now. And a few nights ago, the Lord woke my mentor, spiritual mom, whatever you want to, you know, however you want to address it. But I, I just want to give her that mm-hmm. because 
I woke up at five something and she was up at four something. And I woke up to instructions about the previous place. And there were doors that I had not closed to bed. Mm. There were words that I came into agreement with in that place. And the Lord is in this season establishing the Shelleys. Okay. And so there there's things that you have to make sure. So when you come out of the wilderness, you always want to be sure that every door is closed, mm. every window is sealed, that there's no threshold for the enemy. Consider the agreements that you made with your place of wilderness. Counsel every word of agreement and stamp them as null and void. And seek Holy Spirit for guidance, for instruction. And always make sure you have a second set of eyes watching for you. Because yeah. for me, I'm done with it. But the Lord was like, I yeah. can't move on. There's something that I need you to do. Because yeah. there were many word curses that I spoke. Or there were many words of agreement that I spoke with that place. Whether it was yeah. calling it home. Yeah. Or, you know, what, whatever. Take me home. <clears throat> right. But, People who really know me know that I really ain't say that. Take me to that place. But I'm sure that there were days where I said that. Like, yeah. you know, just out of, just normal. Yeah. But just making sure um, that you have a second set of eyes watching for you. Not just for your protection, but for correction. Mm. Um, and I love that. Ready. John say that all the time. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he okay, really does. <laughs> but protection and love. Correction because the Lord wants to establish you and make yeah. sure that you never return to that place. Um, yeah. And I got three more scriptures. I'm going to shut up because I could talk about this for a long time because this is our testimony. But Proverbs, and you're supposed to share it. All right. Well, <laughs> Proverbs 16 and 9, it said, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Proverbs 19 and 21 says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that they... that it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Mm. And decree and declare recompense. This is our season of recompense. We are receiving everything that was taken from us. Mm-hmm. Whether it, I'm, I'm, we, what, but yeah. you, you a uh, math magician, <laughs> um, 30 some times seven. That's what I need. 30-something thousand times seven. Yeah, yeah. And people may say you crazy. I'm not crazy. No. Because the word of the Lord says, excuses might be found for a thief who steals because he is starving. Mm. So he may, ha- he may have an excuse to why he took from us. Yeah. But if he is caught, he must repay seven times what he stole, even if he has to sell everything in his house. Proverbs 6, 30 and 31. So whatever and I need all my ends. I need it back. <laughs> How much it is like? Two ten, so I need two hundred ten thousand. Period. What, whether it's in access, um, access, with interest. Yeah, with interest. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's in access, just make it three hundred thousand, poor. That's it, even that. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. But uh, we we need that back. Yeah, I feel you. And we're calling that back. That's what I'm praying for a recompense in every area, yeah. in the area of a car, in the area we got the home. But that's more. Right. Whatever, Lord, wherever you want to put that. Yep. But we're gonna see that because that's your promise of. And I'm praying that thing. Just like I pray coming out. Mm-hmm. On the way out, I'm going to pray that. Because I know what belongs for me. Yeah. To me. It's rightfully mine. And it is rightfully yours. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. So, yeah. So, we, we closed those doors. Went into. Lord gave instructions. We repented. Took our little communion. 
as a family. Yeah, and we because those were the instructions. That's mm-hmm. how that's how good God is. When the Lord sent them instructions, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Immediately I responded because mm-hmm. I, I'm when coming out of that, I realized there's no there's no time when the Lord says do something. He mean it. Do it <laughs> right then and there. So yeah, so we're in a season where we're expecting. Yeah. And so just like we pray through that time, it's like now we're praying for our recompense. Yeah. Sure. You know, so we ain't slacking over here, we ain't sleeping or slumbering. Yeah. You know, we resting a bit, we resting in the Lord, but we, we are You're still in the expectation, which is nothing wrong yeah. with that at all. Because we yeah. know there's so much more. Um, it's so much more to come. Don't let Tim fool y'all. He be praying with me too. He quiet, but he be praying with me too. Tim is quiet, but we're gonna get him to talk more on the next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Cause Portia pretty you pretty much covered like everything that yeah. there could be to cover on it, but Yeah. I'm the mouthpiece. He he the he like yeah yeah. He in the background, he in the background like yeah, yeah yeah. He agreeing. Y'all can't see him though, but he like yeah yeah yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. But like just hearing y'all story, like it made me think because what I came to learn is that there is a cycle of the wilderness, whether it's like big or small, mm-hmm. and like there's different stages of it. Like for instance, the first one is abundance. That's when mm-hmm. you think about all the blessings that God have given you and yeah. like, Oh snap, God answer my prayer. I got this, I got that. Like you got everything you need. Mm-hmm. And then like the second stage is expectation. Like, okay, whenever you have abundance, you expect expectation. So it's like, okay, God, uh, you gave me this before. So can right. you give it to me again? Right. But stage three is disappointment. That's when you don't get what you thought mm-hmm. you deserved or what you <laughs> wanted from God. And God like, well, hold up. That ain't meant for you at this yeah. time, which could have been your situation of it ain't meant for you to have this apartment yeah. yet. It's not meant for you to move or what have you. And then complaining. When disappointment comes, oh, yeah. there's complaining. Well, God, you said you was going to do this. Oh, yeah. You was going to do that. And then you start thinking back about like, all the things you had before. Like, well, in Memphis, we yeah. had this, we had that. Like, we don't have none of that here in Georgia. And then, like, the final stage of the wilderness to me is where it comes back full circle, where you back at that abundance. Yeah. And you think about it like, you know what, God? You ain't leave me this whole time. Yeah. I was straight. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, you provided. Yeah, we was in a hotel for... Uh, what, what, how long was it? Nine right. months. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. yeah, let me not, Look, let yeah, me, it was not all, all of them. <laughs> it was about a year too much. Yeah, like, okay, God, you, we was living in a hotel, but the bills was paid. Right. No, we didn't know what we was going to, what we was going to do, but you provided all of our needs. And it's just right. like, it don't matter what situation we're in, you will find yourself in one of those stages of the wilderness. Definitely. And it's like a revolving cycle unless you really understand, like, God is who places you in the wilderness. Yeah. Like, you either got, like, a lesson to learn or he's trying to teach you something yeah. or try to get something out of you or whatever the case may be. So yeah. that just made me think about that, too. And like you just said, like, like God allows you to go through the wilderness, right? Mm-hmm. So either... even. Let me tell you how good God is. Even if you walked in the wilderness on your own. Right. Even if you say, I'm going to go this way. <laughs> God, <laughs> God like, like, I ain't I'm, tell you to do that, yeah, but I ain't bet. I don't know why you would do that. But <laughs> right. Even if you walked into something on your own, like, he's just that good. Mm-hmm. To where, he's like, okay, now she went her hard head tail up in here. Mm-hmm. But 
my promises to her or him is that I will never leave them. I will never forsake them. And I will provide for them. And so he's just that good. Now it may take you some repenting Mm -hmm. and walking through some things. We don't want to forget those. Or going through unnecessary things that you ain't even have to if you would have just listened. But But he's there because he's a good father. He's not going to leave you. He is. He is. And I learned like, I feel like God going to put you in the wilderness if he got to teach you something. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Yeah. I've been in the wilderness a couple times. Probably more than I should have because <laughs> <laughs> I just ain't learned my lesson. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like God is not just in the business of like getting us out of the wilderness, but getting the wilderness out of us. So oh, when good. I say that, I mean like, is there a habit or is there a lifestyle change yeah. you need to do? Is there a mindset that yeah. you're still recycling over and over that yeah. you haven't got over? So it's like, no matter what the situation is, I think the best thing to do while you're in the wilderness is try to figure out why am I here? Right. Like, what are you trying to teach me, God? Mm-hmm. Not really focus on, oh, whoa, it's me, I'm in the wilderness, right. but okay, God, I'm here. So you said you never leave me nor forsake me. You said you right. are my provider. So, okay, provide. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but faith without works is dead. You got to do your part too. Right. So I just commend y'all, bro. Like, it's not for the faint of hearts, y'all, to be out here with nothing. Yeah. I mean, we can say out loud, like, God, I trust you. Yeah. But God, like, oh, do you? Right. And he really forced y'all right. to trust him. Like, yeah. you had no choice. Yeah, you had your community. You had me. You had other people. But it's like, God was like, it's this between me and you. Yeah. Me, you, and Tim. Like, wh- yeah. what you going to do with what I told you? So, I just commend y'all for just being strong in the wilderness and just being obedient. That's yeah. that's one. Like, can you imagine, like, what your life would have been like if you, one, didn't give God your yes and be obedient to leave? Yeah. It's like, God had a whole life plan. I remember you were telling me, like, Keisha, I don't know why I'm here. I'm like, what you mean you don't know why you're yeah. here? <laughs> Like, girl, what? You done found you a good church. You in, you know, the ministry. What's that thing you were in? Um, The deliver, not the deliverance ministry. Um, Well, I can't think of what it is you told me you were in. So, as right now, what I'm doing is, I I think you were talking about, I went through. um, Some type of class. And I'm like. I went through Andrea's waging the war tactics. Yeah, uh, that's what it was. Class, and it was so good. And then now I'm in the school of supernatural. That's what it is. The school of supernatural. Yeah. The Lord has. When I think about, that's not a question in my mind now. Why are we here? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, you have so many yeah. reasons why you were here now. Like, I even feel like God brought you here to be in my life. Like, you helped me with my marriage and like just different things I was going through. So even. In the midst of the things that you were going through, you was always like one call away. You weren't like, Keisha, listen, I ain't got no money for my rent tomorrow. Why are you calling me about something yeah. that John pissed you off? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Because what the Lord taught me was even in the wilderness to still make myself available yeah. to be able to serve and do what he wants me to do. Yeah. But because my assignment does not stop because I'm in a dry place. That is so true. So, yeah. Because the world is still It's still moving. going on. People it still is. hurting. People still need you. So, what you going to do? You going to sit there yeah. and you going to waddle or you going to pull your big girl pants up and you going to do yeah. what you said do. That's good. Any last words you want to say to the people about the wilderness, the promised land, whatever the case may be? 
I what I would say is just be encouraged. Yeah. Like just hearing the full story again, like it's just amazing to know that God is with you. Like yeah. I, I would tell people, remember God is with you, no matter yeah. what it looked like. God is still with you in the wilderness. He was literally walking yeah. y'all through the whole thing. So yeah. that's what I would. Same, say. same, and being confident. I can. I think I being confident. Everything Keisha just said. Being confident and knowing that he won't leave you. That yeah. he, you, you, we walk away from him. He doesn't leave us. No lying. matter what he said, nothing separates separates you from the love. You can make your bed in hell. He, he still love you. He still love you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just knowing that he will never leave you. Knowing that you hear him and just trust him. Like, Lord, even when I can't see it, literally what the song like, can't see it, can't feel it, don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing, but I trust you. Yep. So trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. That's it. So true. Mm-hmm. I thank y'all for telling y'all story. Somebody going to be moved by this because oh, everybody go through a wilderness season. Yeah. So... Thank y'all for coming on this episode and talking to us. Tim was a little silent, but that's okay. Yeah. He, we he love agreed. him to say he, he was in agreement, and that's what you need, yeah. agreements, right okay? But yeah. thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode. If you haven't already, like us on Facebook, and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank y'all.